All right, welcome back to our podcast. My name is Gabriel Zacharias. I'm here with Andrew Gonzalez. All right, first set of questions. What were some specific issues or conditions unions attempted to erase or improve, and were they successful? Uh, all right, so where they tried to improve is the amount of hours that people work. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, people used to complain to the government about, you know, the lack of of income that they would get as well and, you know, how many hours they used to work. And I, the main goal of the people was to get a fair amount, you know. All right, then. Second question. Describe how a union functions. What are some methods labor unions use to fight for better working conditions? Well, that's just, in my opinion, that depended on what kind of uh, job it was. You know what I mean? You know, they had hard-working jobs. You know, they uh, give the workers, you know, the, uh, some, you know, I guess benefits or some something that would benefit the worker. You know, certain, like I said, certain hours. It depends on like what you do. The more hard work you do, you know, the better pay. I I assume that that's how uh, a union would work with these kinds of jobs all right cool define monopoly and describe describe monopoly and describe specifically how rockefeller and carnegie created monopolies in their industries uh, all, right, all right so i'm just gonna i'm gonna give you a uh webster's dictionary uh definition all right or yeah, it's found in Google. All right, all right, all right. So basically, it's it's the uh, the exclusive possession or control of the supply of or trade in a commodity or service. All right, then. Do you view the wealthiest American businessmen during this time, such as Rockefeller and Carnegie, as robber barons or? Captains of industry, explain your answer. Uh, I think, I don't think they were really crooks because, like, we were still coming at an age where, like, you know, wealthy, like, the wealthy in America were still, you know, adapting to, you know, the these conditions. And, you know, as America kept on building up, you know, more things change and, you know, wealthy, being wealthy wasn't really a problem back then. You know, like, that's, it wasn't, even though it was a bit controversial, you know, that's when, you know, people started to, you know, learn more and try to, like, satisfy uh, the workers. You know, that's, that's when, like, action, more action started taking and these are people who also, like, devoted themselves to these kinds of businesses and they're, they're the ones who, you know, donated to people, I think they're the ones that have had the more effect on society, I should say. Okay, thank you. All right, Gabe, now I'm going to ask you the first set of questions. My turn. All right, what are some of the specific issues or conditions unions attempted to erase or improve and were successful? So... Unions would try to have the weekends off and lessen their hours, so they would try to have time to relax, like 
after work so they could just go home and eat and be with their family and they were successful with that one and unions would also try to improve their working conditions so like they would have to wear uniforms or at least shoes and then make sure the working conditions wouldn't be so dangerous to the point where people would die and they also did succeed in that all right now next question Describe how a union functions. What were some methods labor unions used to fight for better working conditions? Uh, a union is a group of people that, in a way, team up inside of a certain job to ensure they don't get fired. <coughs> so if they, if one of them got fired, they would all leave just to make sure um, that one would keep his job. And that's sort of how a union works. All right. Uh Define monopoly and describe specifically how Rockefeller and Carnegie created monopolies in their industries. Uh, so monopoly is basically when someone or something or one company owns basically all of basically what they're selling. So like oil, like one company supplies all of the oil for a country. And uh, Rockefeller and Carnegie created monopolies by buying out all their competition and just buying all the branches of creating basically the product that they needed. All right, now, next. Do you view the wealthiest American businessmen during this time, such as Rockefeller and Carnegie, as robber barons or captains of industry? I look at them as robber barons because they would overwork the people at the bottom and they would gain off of their work so they wouldn't really have to do that much work and they would just gain off the the less powerful all right okay so i'm gonna ask you now this question so first one uh what were some specific push pull factors for immigrants during the 19th and early 20th century so some push factors from other countries were poverty poor economics and bad government so this is countries like italy russia uh, ireland and china and even japan countries like that those are some push factors and some pull factors for going to america were lots of job opportunities uh there's good wealth to be made and there was lots of freedom and uh the weather the people i guess just really like the weather of the united states all right uh next question what kind of discrimination and prejudice did newcomer americans face when immigrating and living in the united states so immigrants wouldn't be able to get certain jobs because they were discriminated, like of their skin color, just from where they were from. Um, there would be also be riots and lynching against certain races that would be pretty messed up. And some in- immigrants would even be shipped to other towns just to show that people didn't want them in a certain town and they didn't want them there. Yep. All right. Uh, how did newcomer Americans attempt to resist prejudice, maintain culture pride, and stay safe once in the United States? Chinese immigrants uh, would stay in Chinatowns, so they would all maintain together, which would be like a big group, so they'd be stronger in a way. So it'd just be a big group of uh, Chinese immigrants in Chinatowns. Uh, the Irish and Italians would maintain together in the uh, 
in neighborhoods. So places like uh, Boston and uh, Philly and uh, in Brooklyn. So yeah. Uh, and then the Chinese would also like take things to court and sue against certain things. Like if um, if the Irish were being like rude to them or like show uh, something that would be messed up, they'd try to sue them. Yeah. All right. Uh, now pick two important contributions or separations of immigrant groups during this time. Do you think students should learn about? Why is this something worth celebrating? Uh, the Chinese contributing to the Transcontinental Railroad was one of the most important contributions because Chinese laborers would make up to 90% of the workforce, and I would say they helped most of the, the Transcontinental Railway. And uh, another one is the contribution of the Chinese using the legal system and suing people, and some Chinese would even win their cases which would be really cool, and it showed that immigrants could use the legal system against other people. All right, thanks. All right, thanks for listening to our podcast. My name is Gabriel Zacharias. And I'm Andrew Gonzalez. All right, thank you. See you.